0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is the sharpening voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. here, ready to talk with you about food, about restaurants, about cooking, about wine, growing your own food, uh, uh, making your own uh, recipes in your own home, and all of those things that pertain to eating Uh, and cookery, and all the things go with that. And you keep looking in every direction, and you find that this is an endless uh, thing to entertain yourself with. It's also really good for bringing your uh, friends and family together. And uh, it's something that uh, is so interesting and uh, so involved in, the people that we are, that, uh, you know, it's a wonder we don't do even more uh, of cookery and, and all the things that come with it. No
2: well, there but, are other things to do. There are?
1: Yeah,
2: I, know, I know that comes as a shock to you, but there are actually other things wait, to wait, do. Wait, wait, let
1: me catch my breath from having...
2: I don't think you have much breath, Tom. You sound terrible.
1: Uh, you, you do? <laughs> you know, I you actually... You sound highly <laughs>
2: contagious. Uh, wait,
1: well, you, know, uh, you know what it was. Uh, last week... What's that? Uh, around Tuesday or Wednesday, uh-huh. I contracted some kind of... Uh, yes, you know, for sure. And it was, uh, not only was it a pain in, you know, in the everything. I wonder if it's a thing. thing
2: that I had, and it's just been lying dormant in a it's, corner on a doorknob somewhere, it, and then, pooh!
1: It certainly could be.
2: Because I should have gotten it, so it might be that thing that I had.
1: Well, it could be, but one, to of the, attack. one of the uh, aspects of it... Or that uh, it, in addition to the coughing and the sneezing and the runny nose and all the things that we associate with a with a, uh, a, 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 a
2: rabid cold, yeah,
1: yeah, all of that, all mm-hmm. of those things. But I found uh, that there's, well, without looking for it, uh, there are some items uh, on your list that uh, you have to pay attention to because they uh, will. Uh, kind of knock you off into a slay corner slay you S- slay me
2: slay you if you're not careful well,
1: yeah. but anyway <laughs> uh, happy what president's
2: I got- day everyone go ahead tom w- show-
1: what uh, this wound up being was uh, something that, that had me breathing uh, harder than normal and so uh, it wasn't uh, i wasn't dying from not being able to do that but uh, I was just breathing more, and your whole face gets all gunky and. Uh, you know, I think there's nothing more fascinating
2: than talking about illness Dunk? and doctor visits. Some people I do.
1: Uh, I don't really particularly <laughs> like it myself, believe it or not.
2: I'm being facetious. I would say the only people yeah. that like it are the people who want to share it. Anyway, I do not, so let's all move right. on. Yes, move Happy on. President's Day, everyone.
1: Which president are we talking about?
2: Well, you can pick your president. That's what I'm going to throw out two six zero six three six eight. Pick your president if you have a particular bit of information about a president and yeah. their proclivities having to do with eating. Mm-hmm. For example, I know that uh, that George Bush liked. What, what did he like? <laughs> Was it Cracklin's? I don't know. I think uh, it was that sounds like maybe him. Cracklin's. Could be. Anyway, different presidents had different things, like like uh, the current President Trump likes McDonald's. Does he? Yes, and Bill Clinton was known to hit a lot of fast food places.
1: And a lot of uh, slow food and a lot of expensive food and a lot of cheap food. And really, c- kind of uh, that president gave us uh, quite a load of food to be mulled over. Who? Uh, well, what's his name again? Bill Clinton. I, uh, Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah he'll work. Um, and his his uh, brother too was. Uh, oh
2: yeah, Roger yeah. Clinton. Anyway, um, I uh I I know that uh, Jefferson was quite the gourmet. Yeah,
1: he was. And and it, it, we've it went been to Monticello. That, yeah. And
2: Virginia wines, of which he had many on his property, are really excellent drinking wines, I think. So if you have any little bit of uh, information about a particular president, maybe you have a favorite president, and uh, Uh they had a a particular thing they really, really liked— We'd like to hear about it. Give us a call. Well,
1: I've got one for you, uh, okay. and this is a guy who it doesn't look familiar to me at all. But then again, your your coins tend to have pretty bad. I'm remi- ready. Well, here it is. Here, look how small this got. I don't know this. This it seems like an out of side, out of side something or other. It's a a, a dime here. Can uh-huh. you reach this from where I'm are, shoving? Are you it?
2: tossing it to me? Why I'm are you sho- tossing me a dime?
1: Well, to give it to you so you can look at it, and I don't really need it again, so unless Honestly,
2: you... Honestly, at that time, if you're talking about way back in the day, yeah. Washington... uh the Madison, those guys, and Jefferson. The, and Jefferson. And yeah. It, it seems like you don't really want to think too much about the kinds of food that they ate. But they probably ate pretty well they for did. the time, for well, sure. Well,
1: e- even simple things like uh, pecans. Uh, George Washington thought that pecans were going to make this country something Wonderful.
2: Well, I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, it, I had pecans Both sides this of morning. it are good. Yeah. I love
2: pecans. Why mm-hmm. Why do you say that? How do you know that? What? How do I know what? That George Washington thought pecans were.
1: Because he wrote about it.
2: Oh, did he? And, About yeah, pecans. Re- about
1: pecans. And uh, well, did he, they even
2: have pecans yes, there? Yes, he I know pecans are he planted southern. It. Really, he,
1: he uh, expanded planting of pecans all over the place.
2: Was this in uh, Virginia, like at, at, uh, at, at, at where uh, Mount I, Vernon? Where, maybe? I think it
1: was uh, then. But uh, uh-huh. George Washington, whatever he did, would result in in this and uh, and huh. other. You know, a lot, a lot of pretty good things that he set his now, mind Thomas to it. Now, Thomas
2: Jefferson was a big gourmet who Grimet, spent yeah. some time in France, didn't he?
1: Yes, he did.
2: So uh, what do you know about him and his uh, food habits? Because I know that you you knew about his being a gourmet because you've talked about it.
1: Uh, yeah. He, uh, uh, th- this is Jefferson we're going back to?
2: As in Thomas, you, yes. Uh,
1: if, if you look around some of his writings... In between uh, two uh, two coins like this, you have just if you compared two of them, you would find that they were would always be a little different, and uh, that's also e- even including huge differences between two uh, coins that way. But he are uh, we talking
2: about coins or food?
1: Coins or because food? You
2: seem to be talking about coins. Oh, I'm okay. Not,
1: well, I was I'm talking, well, what, I'm talking about food. Where I was targeting this uh-huh. is that jo- uh, uh, Jefferson uh, wrote extensively on the subject of uh Please
2: don't say coins. France.
1: Oh. No, not France uh, and the United States.
2: Yeah, Jefferson. well that's and the Jefferson. The Louisiana Purchase was and, in his
1: time. And he bought uh, the, the um, Lafitte Winery, uh, which he, even in those early, early days of uh, of the country... Uh, he knew that that was the primo uh, juice that to you to,
2: Lafitte as in Chateau Lafitte,
1: as no. in Chateau Lafitte. No, no, no. Uh, not, actually no, not the
2: Rothschilds.
1: No, there. Uh, no, it hadn't been uh, 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 the Chateau. Chateau
2: Lafitte Latour.
1: Yeah, but even going farther back than that, with Jefferson, uh, he was he was re- he thought that's the great wine of all time, and. Uh, I, I didn't think, know it was that old. I well, it's a lot. Wineries go back a, a well. Long I know they way. do
2: over in in Europe for sure. Anyway, he has a lot of wines. Uh, Monticello has a yeah. huge agricultural footprint. It does, <laughs> and that's a, a big part of the beautiful grounds. And uh, and I know that he was known for for wine drinking and such. Anyway, yeah. if you have any ideas about. Presidents, whether you like them or not, and the kinds of food that they were known to love. I know George Bush had a lot of Texas kinds of food in the White House when he was there.
1: Yes, he certainly did.
2: Well, you know, he had he had a real uh
1: reason why. It,
2: yeah, I mean he had a regional cuisine that was very pronounced. I mean Illinois. What's you know Popcorn. you come from Illinois, what what are you gonna bring to Corn. the White House? If we had if we had someone from Louisiana who became president, they would certainly have a regional cuisine to bring to the White House, right. and the same is true of Texas. So it was no oh. surprise that, you know, that uh, Com-
1: Texas is m- they
2: brought in a whole bunch much of Tex Mex kind of foods.
1: Yeah, Texas gets very close to being uh, a uh, a.
2: Both Bushes, I guess, b- did the same b- thing.
1: Well, I mean, there's a word I'd like to use, but it's no longer uh, Well, the other Bush, the former
2: Bush, Bush 41, was known for his disdain of broccoli.
0: Broccoli.
2: When he said, I'm president now. I don't intend to ever oh, eat yeah, broccoli yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to ever eat broccoli again. That's it. Which is... Hmm. I don't know. I wonder mm. if that had any effect on broccoli sales because presidents do have a lot of sway. Anyway. Um, Especially
1: when there's a big wind that blows yes, it for back sure. and forth. 260
2: yeah. uh, yeah. We are talking about presidents. We are. Presidents. Presidents. Food, president. Since president. Presidents. Presidential, Day. presidential food. Since it's President's Day, and if it turns out that we are um, that we are the only ones talking about it, then we'll stop talking about it. Oh but no, I, I think those it's those dinners a- that they have at the White House. We actually had somebody here I in Louisiana who had some sort of connection to uh, being like a White House pastry chef. Does anyone know who I'm talking about? There was some connection to some white house and louisiana if my memory is not faulty uh, there are a lot of things that go into making these state dinners and uh, and i think there's somebody maybe who's retired from the white house who well came probably here so or i'm
1: something. sure they are
2: does anybody know? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> because I don't. But it yeah, seems you, that you're
1: always telling me about stupid questions or something.
2: It seems that I uh, that I have read about that somewhere there, where there is some sort of New Orleans connection to uh, to the White House.
1: You know, there are there are a lot of things that we eat now that have become much more successful uh much better, much more interesting to eat easier to cook and you just go a long long line of these things and they tend to be the industry of one or another. I remember in at over at um uh, brennan's back around this would have been God, a long time ago uh by my standards so it was uh let's just pick a number and uh call it uh two no nineteen. Nineteen thirty, thirty eight.
2: Well, I don't think you were around um, then, Tom. Is this probably is this not. your lifetime?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, tr- okay, well, I'm trying so, to make it there right, anyway. So you
2: were born in fifty one. So, so that wouldn't work.
1: So what what I'm talking about is that there was an uh, immense. Yes, what are you
2: talking about? Huh? I said, yes, what are you talking
1: about? Yeah. Uh, there was a time when um, uh, there was uh, a lot of shifting of of merchandise. Often on ships,
2: transporting of goods. Yes,
1: transporting of goods, containers ships, and such. Ships moving their way all yes. around the place. And we have a because, huge
2: company here that does that.
1: Hey, right, the I'm sure. Just by anywhere dad you get owns it, it, yeah. Well, the, um, the, the way they made a lot of this happen, and the way, pl- place where Brennan came in, uh, the fam- Brennan family got involved in that. Hmm. Uh, and it was m- sooner than you would have thought. And they got in there, and then they had these ships coming in and then shipping the ships, mostly uh, things like oranges and lemons and things like that. And it would spread around much of the country. And at the same time, you had uh, maker, uh, manufacturers, that's not the right word, but the uh, of uh, meats, fresh meats. And this was all coming from the northernmost...
2: Processors of meats. And okay, does this have anything to do with presidents? Did we get off oh uh, of Well, I, I, I'm sorry. Somehow? I
1: keep drifting into food if we start getting into it. But I'll try harder this
2: time. Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say, before we get off presidents, since we're taking a break shortly, two six zero six three six eight. I wanted to observe a couple of things.
3: All right. What? Where do I look? What
2: sort of really boring food would a boring president from a boring place
1: have? Uh-huh. I see you I see your and logic. What yeah, what sort of food mm-hmm.
2: would someone as flamboyant as Theodore Roosevelt, for example?
1: Well, have? he was quite a guy. He uh, he he certainly could talk up a ship.
2: Oh, he <laughs> he certainly was influential. That is for sure. But I would imagine someone. Sort of larger than life, and that large, (laughs) probably liked food pretty well. I don't know that I can think of any particular food that he was uh, passionate about. One of the presidents. Yeah, Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt.
1: Now, if we can remember, because there is such a president who fits that groove, and uh, he was hugely fat. William Taft? That's it. You got it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he, he was... Inor- I've seen photographs. Yes, of
2: but I don't know that that necessarily means that he had a particular passion for a certain kind of food. I mean, he no. just maybe liked to eat. Maybe he comforted him. Maybe he comforted himself. With yeah, eating. just to
1: to get away you know, from
2: just, it. To, you know, just the pressures of an office yeah, like that would be fair intense, enough. I, I mean, and the, the I guy and I imagine had to work. that you are feted uh, pretty well with food and wine for the entire tenure there. So uh, I could see how you can gain a few pounds. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Tom is going to his cabinet for his Biscoff. And that means we will take a break so he can That's start it. eating them. Ah, WWL Biscoff. 105.3 FM HD2.
1: It's the food show, in case you haven't guessed. Here it is. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's fun to be here. For, it, for me, it certainly is. To be here and talking about the food, the restaurants, uh, the people you meet when you go to the store or go out for dinner. All the great things that make your life worth living. And uh, I don't know what yours, is, which groove you're in, uh, but everybody's got a little bit of difference with that. But if you can get the most out of groove, the... Groove. The,
2: there's a word you don't hear very often. What, what's that? Groove.
1: A groove, yeah. Yes, well, we know it's, groove it's so in. interesting to Im- uh, get that image of a groove. It's just a little... Groove. And then away it goes. And yes, then. I have
2: an exercise machine that has a groove. Yeah, but it's out of the groove right now. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. How to fix that is becoming a bit of a problem. It gives a little extra tension, so a little bit more of um, a little bit more resistance.
1: Why don't we have him on our show today? Yes. We? You will? <laughs> no.
2: Two six zero help me. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We went to an interesting thing over the weekend. Did you we did? not?
1: Yes, we did. And
2: you did also, Tom. We went Imagine. to the Fête de Boucher or Fête de Boucher. Yeah, Fête de Boucher. I,
1: I wrote a little something about it, it over the weekend. It
2: was the Festival of the Butchers. It's the fifth annual one that John Fols had on his White Oak Gardens and Bright Oak. Estate and plantation.
1: Uh, John Rate. John Rate. I don't know. Shep Chef John False. Where'd yes. that come from? Um, he he put Fulse. on a great, uh, a really great front and back kind of a thing. He had uh, sus- uh, sausages being made up. Uh, some of them were cold. Some of them were hot. Uh, they were all house made, as far as I know. I didn't ask anyone. Well, what it was is it
2: was a it was a butchering festival, which sounds kind of gross, yeah. which is why I didn't go for the actual butchering. Because the first thing on the uh, itinerary for this day was the gallows. Mm. So as soon as I saw the word gallows, I went, Ah, not for me. So mm. you don't uh, like gallows, in, in truth. In truth. I um, did not see the butchering of the animal, nor would I ever, Um, but that is a – I mean, this goes back to the beginning of time, the sacrificing of animals, but I'm Mm -hmm. really glad it wasn't – I'm really glad I'm born in this time when it's not something that you – have to actually participate in or get really near and i realized that's squeamish and probably stupid but that's just me anyway uh the the festival went on all day yeah it had a bunch of different seminars that were going on at all these different tables how to make hogshead cheese how to make blood boudin how to make regular boudin how to make cracklins. They had John's Distillery was there in one of the booths, and they were tasting the bourbons and well, the rums and the things. It's chef, not only one thing. He does a lot of stuff
1: there. He does. Uh, that was my, my, yeah. uh, my uh, point. I mean, it's that a I little tiny
2: it. house, too.
1: And what they d- demonstrated in there. Yes.
2: Yeah,
1: oh, uh, over a period of how long did... Place. <clears throat> that wasn't more than three hours. Probably right. not even that much. Yeah. But... Uh, it's as if he told us every single thing he had ever known, which is actually something that could. I think could it would
2: take John Fols a lot longer I, I, to I, I, do that.
1: This is one of the really great of chef t- uh, of all had chef most times. Most
2: interesting life. Yeah. But it, anyway, so we there was we arrived for the buffet, the,
1: which the buffet had very or the long buffet. lines. Yeah, it the, was not
2: a buffet.
1: It wasn't a buffet. Well,
2: no, it was not a buffet.
1: For those who are just joining us. But it was
2: was a homey kind of thing. Uh It wasn't a glamorous or sophisticated thing either. I mean, if you went to the buffet line, and I was kind of surprised to see this myself. There was the first thing on the line was a tamale. It was a pork tamale. And then you went into the more Louisiana kind of things. So there was a fricassee there. What's a fricassee?
1: A fricassee. Is something that you are uh, cooking over some butter with uh, little pieces in a mix of vegetables and uh,
2: not a roux? Is it a roux? Because uh, everything looked like it had a roux. Uh,
1: it could be that it's way. It's a very
2: roux-heavy buffet. It's
1: a it's a wide-open de- definition.
2: You know, it was weird. There was not a gumbo on it, though. Did you notice
1: that? Yeah, but I was uh, I, I was, that that was pleased at that, that because I had I've been eating way more uh, gumbo. I want to eat for a while.
2: Yeah, I know. We also have that. Uh, that gumbo coming up at the Royal Sinesta, the gumbo cook off too. But anyway, Ooh, that yeah. was terrific. No, that was that was past. That was a now, different one. there's one coming up. Yeah, there's Didn't another we, one. There's another one in your immediate yeah, future. Yeah, but
1: we we just did one like did? a week ago.
2: We just did one. Did okay. we just do this? Yes, we did. Yeah. Anyway, um after you went to the tamale, next in line was the fricassee. Sometimes then, th-
1: that almost seems like an angry uh uh, yeah, yeah, because because you fricassee, yeah, yeah just, just there's something about the way that's pronounced yeah. that makes me. They say. had a
2: jambalaya there. It oh yeah, it was more of a red jambalaya. They had white beans with sausage. That was actually, in my opinion, the perfect sausage. It was smaller in diameter than a wiener. And it had a crisp skin to it, and it was a very tight sausage, and I like that. So that was the sausage inside of the uh, the white beans. They had a rooster and raccoon stew. And a rabbit, stew.
1: if I remember right, and they had like the a couple of others. The rabbit was a
2: fricassee. Yeah. They had a what they called a sauce patate, which is potatoes in a roux, and then they had, <laughs> This rooster and raccoon stew.
3: Mm. I
2: didn't eat any of that, but I know you're not surprised.
3: Well, and we we
2: we
1: know we know how happy Gordon you are.
2: You. We have a da, da, caller. Da,
1: da, 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 da.
2: We have a caller, Doug.
1: We do. We have. Uh, you were you know. It's uh, appears to be uh, our friend. <laughs> na,
2: na, na, na. Who?
3: What's his name
1: again?
4: <laughs> you guys cracked me up. Okay. We it's, crack
2: ourselves up a little Greg. too much. Just hey.
4: me, the unimportant gourmet.
2: Ah, yes. Okay. We know was,
4: how works. rooster and raccoon. raccoon. Yes, not- you me.
2: heard correct. Raccoon and rooster. Well,
4: what the, what the heck? I mean, I mean, I'm adventurous. I do like capon, or capon, whatever they call it. But I've never had. That's raccoon a bird, or though.
2: So a raccoon. Yeah, a uh, you know what? It's really sad. I was walking in yeah. downtown Covington the other day, and a little raccoon at ten uh-huh. o'clock in the morning. I don't know. Was walking across the street, and I said, oh, you should be asleep right now. There's something wrong here.
4: <laughs> he was foraging for food.
2: <laughs> what Foraging,
4: th- looking for somebody's garbage.
2: <laughs> okay,
4: we have them so in Metairie, believe it or not. They're here. Not as many as they used to be, however. I don't
2: however. want to eat them, though, anyway. Do, do, no, no, that's, no you know,
4: I don't want to eat it, them. But wait, I Screech, capon, wait. and I, uh, Tom, Tom might agree with me. Capon is delicious. Yes, yes it is.
1: But right it before you brought that food. up, you were saying...
4: That Cooker van. Oh uh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Well, the well, the real cooker van is used with a cape on. Yeah, but. that's right.
2: If you don't, if you don't shut up, and he doesn't shut up, then you both wind <laughs> up talking. So neither one of you are going to shut up. Just go ahead and talk.
4: I'm just going to keep talking. I mean, you let some of your other radio celebrities yes. stay on forever. Of course. About presidents. Yes. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, one of my favorites, uh, very, very fond of wine. And, yes. Tom, you're right. He, he did have an association with the Chateau uh, Lafitte. Lafitte, and yeah. He, he bought a bunch of plantings and brought them to Monticello. And oh. he had a very successful vineyard. It, he didn't make a whole lot. Uh-huh. But what he did made, make was quite excellent. Um, but he had a lot imported. The French uh-huh. were our friends. The British weren't. And a lot of that wine had to go through the blockade. You see, he was our secretary of state before he right. was our president. Yeah, right. And uh, Benjamin Franklin was our ambassador to France. And they both worked together. Even though they really didn't like each other that much, they were both bon, 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 bon. vivants. Yeah, oh, they, they really were. And, what
1: Imagine what would have happened oh, oh, oh. if Jefferson and... Um, Franklin? Uh, no, our guy on the uh, on the for the ten
4: Washington. Washington?
1: No, no, no. Uh, Lincoln. Uh, no, he was. I was th- going to get
4: to Washington next, but go
1: ahead. Uh, <laughs> ja- uh, Jackson? No, not not quite that. Uh, no, nobody's
2: getting prizes. He's
1: he's not. Uh, he, uh, it's he.
4: <laughs> go ahead, Don. You're um, doing
1: fine. Wait, I have to to look it up. Uh-huh. Sure. Well, yeah. whatever. Do you
2: remember? Was he one of the originals?
1: Yeah. Well, yes, but in a way Washington, that a lot of a lot of people Adams, wouldn't, wouldn't recognize. Jefferson. Well, this is something we ought to know. It was Washington, then right, Adams, and
4: Jefferson. That's one, two, three. Okay. Yeah. That It's we know. the
1: Madison. It's <laughs> oh, Madison.
4: Four. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. He was number four, yeah. Madison, oh, and okay. he was a gourmet. He was too. certainly was, and, and uh, he and, uh, and, and his, he would fight and you Dolly to the Dolly death. Was quite the entertainer. Yes, she. The first. Yes, Dolly
2: Madison. Yes.
4: She um, saved all the priceless ornaments from the White House before the British burned it in the War of 1812. But that's another thing. But you know, what and, I want to get to about and, the president me- and about what they like— hmm. um, it, uh, Thomas Jefferson was especially fond of French Bordeaux, and yep. he and he um, really, really did a lot for American viticulture uh, by yes. bringing grapes over here, bringing plantings from Bordeaux. He was very friendly with the Rothschild family, which had already owned that vineyard since the late 1600s. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah,
1: yeah there are there are wines that go way silly, back. Right, yeah. 1690,
4: yeah. and then the 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 Baroness. Philippe Rothschild ran it for, I mean, I think the woman lived to be 96 or something. Uh-huh. Uh, gosh. I, I hope Shad that happens Shad to Shad me. Now, George Washington was fond of a particular wine from the Madeira. Island. He was fond of Madeira.
2: Uh-huh. Had it brought
4: uh-huh. in by his French friends because the French hated the Spanish, but they were friendly with the Portuguese and hated the English. George yep. Washington was extremely fond of Madeira. Which is a very fine did, wine. If you ever it, have a chance to try it, it is a wonderful dessert, fortified wine. Yeah, it, but what it, George Washington did... Wait, 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 wait. made. Okay. Uh, okay. What? It, it, I, I was just going to talk about...
3: Well,
1: uh, I... Uh, okay, go ahead.
4: Okay, George Washington made very fine bourbon, and he also brewed beer and ale. Uh, <laughs> and He was one of the first American uh, brewers. Yeah. And uh, according to all the accounts and stuff that I've read, you know, being a history guy... Um his bourbon was some of the finest you could find in the New World <laughs> and uh, it it wasn't known as bourbon it, they, just, they just called it It whiskey. was
1: not known yet in that day.
4: Yeah, yeah, it was just called whiskey, but um it was made probably the same way they make it in Kentucky, you know, aged in oak barrels and and uh, he was very keen to use madeira casks to age his uh whiskey in. So that gave it uh um, I mean I've read many accounts of what a brilliant brewer and uh, a distiller he uh was. Oh, Gregory! Um, yeah, you have to I take a break.
2: You have to take a breath because we're, uh, oh, okay. we're we're going to get anyway, a break.
4: Well, two of my favorite presidents, and both of them enjoyed their libations. And Benjamin Franklin drank anything and anything that was offered. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, he wasn't president though. Anyway, Gregory, <laughs> no, uh, right. this could be a while if we go through all the presidents. But I, I just want to ask you a real quick question: Do you like Virginia sure. wines?
4: I do. I yeah, do. I, do too. I, I, I like, love Virginia. I lives. like wines from Virginia, and believe it or not, upstate New York and the Finger Lakes. Believe yeah. it or not, there's some good wine grown. Even in North Carolina, yeah. no, there very are lots fine of wine. Yeah. Okay, Gregory, I, we I've have been
1: to there and away. I've seen Thank
2: it. Thank you. 260 so 6368 is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2.
1: Hello. You are back to, in the food show here. It's always great to be here. We have a couple of other people who are worthy of uh, being discussed. And uh, I'm not—I don't mean disgust, uh, you know that way. <laughs> do we have a is caller? here, huh? Uh, do we have a caller? Let me look.
2: Okay, I was just wondering who. Uh, who I, I don't who see dat. anybody. I was saying, who that Yeah. And, not that because it's the saints, but just that's how we say who is that here. Yeah. Just getting in with the, the locals. Anyway. And
1: uh, did any of the locals come through?
2: Well, Gregory did. Gregory is. Oh, is somewhat of Speak a history into the mic,
1: please. Buff.
2: Gregory is somewhat of a history. Well, not somewhat; yeah. he's quite the history buff, actually.
1: Yeah, that's easy to be, and in, in, especially in a city like this because we have so much historical um, commissions that you can go with for a long time.
2: Yes. In the second hour, I'm going to come mm-hmm. back with a list of every president's favorite food.
1: Every president, each one, one by one. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, don't pick any hard ones like. Uh,
2: well, Trump's is surprising, it is, yeah, why? it's peanuts, so we just I just wouldn't expect that
1: is he on a peanut but, you know, that's, know. you know that's something we <laughs> need we need is. we to need to have that? some uh some um, uh, oh we'll never get to it
2: now, like George <clears> Bush, Juevos <throat> rancheros, I could see that,
1: yeah. Okay.
2: Bill Clinton enchiladas, which is a little surprising because I thought he was kind of like a Big Mac guy.
1: A Big Mac guy. Yeah,
2: he liked all he, the uh, the <laughs> stuff with fat in it. Oh. Which I would say, mm-hmm. you know, he's from um a lower class background and that kind of stuff is um the kind of food that you eat on the run kind of sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, Two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you would like to chat with us, there is also a president who likes squirrel soup. I'm yep. guessing that goes a little bit further back than the modern day guys.
1: I'm I'm afraid it does. Yes. Uh, you I'm, know what else? There's a there's a a name for that. It's uh squirrel. Oh yeah, I know what you're uh, talking about. Raw. It starts with an R. Anyway.
2: Oh. Yeah, it goes back to tavern days. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. It was um, uh, widely eaten back yes, in the 1700s. Yes, it was. I 1800s. remember
2: in Williamsburg when I got the Welsh rabbit. <clears throat> Welsh
1: rabbit, right? That's that's for yes. Uh, I
2: know it's Welsh rabbit, um, uh, Doug, um, <clears throat> but but it was, oh, gosh, what is that? Mul- no, it's not Mulligan stew. Is it? mulligan No, mull-
1: s- Mulligan stew is something totally different. That's. Uh, uh, I'm
2: thinking of poor Puxatani Phil, That's, right
1: that's pretty much it. Uh, it's, it's something <laughs> like that. We'll think of it in a minute. If if you know the name,
2: Squirrel Stew. Squirrel what is Stew. the name of it? I can look it up. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's the kind of place you would find in a tavern. Yeah. From the 1800. Well, from the 18th century, for mm-hmm. sure.
1: Well, somebody will call us and give us a name. Yes, they will. Name, uh, and we will take it. All right. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and it's uh, fun to be here with you every day. Uh, how long have you been doing is this?
2: Cadbury's. You know what? I was talking to Mary Lee. Almost a year. Really? Almost mm. a year I've been sitting in
1: with then, you
2: in this show.
1: And then you got to meet me. And it was. Uh, Thank Brunswick you. stew, thank, thank you. Doug. That's exactly it. The
2: Oracle saves us again. Brunswick yes, stew. That's, that's it. Uh yes, almost a year. I just wow is all I can say about that. Anyway, yeah. um today is the birthday of William Cadbury. Yeah,
1: he's something big. Yeah, uh, he,
2: he's responsible for um Cadbury chocolates. Oh really? Yes.
1: Oh well no, I'll,
2: I'm not sure how much I like Cadbury.
1: Yeah? What what is special about it?
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. Not not much. I think it's, oh. it's milk chocolate, and I'm a dark chocolate
1: girl. Oh, yeah. but now I just uh, right on uh, the kitchen uh, uh, counter counter. Thank you. Uh, I found some of those, and they were pretty darn deep. To, I mean, two a pretty. Oh, those were the ones. Yes, uh, uh, that that are very dark. You're going to tell us more about it when you sit down. Well, that's all right. It's, you can keep so I'm, at it. I'm, I'm helping our daughter. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, let's take care of that. Uh, yes, it's the food show. I'm Tom 260 Two six zero six three six eight. Here's the deal: uh, If you've ever eaten anything in your entire life that, that left a memory on you, uh, or even that didn't, maybe one that left you a memory, but it's a horrible memory. So uh, you know, we're not looking for that particularly. Otherwise, we'd love to talk with you about food, about restaurants, about cooking wine, and the entire range. And you don't have to be a big gourmet type. If you were to call up and uh, ask me something about uh, the muffaletta, uh, hamburgers uh, we discourage. Uh, you, it's going to happen easy enough anyway, So, uh, but if you want to do a hamburger, okay, okay. I know just who not, you want to talk to. No, huh? we're
2: not doing hamburgers. I got plenty of other <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh, good.
1: Well, so do I.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> where
1: are? Let's see. Where were we? We were moving around. With, oh, we we had the squirrels. They are. They're all tied up and ready to go. Hello. <laughs> the squirrels. <laughs> the squirrels. Yeah, that we were just talking about <laughs> a few minutes ago.
2: I was talking about Cadbury chocolates.
1: <laughs> and what do they entail?
2: Um it's it's just the the chocolates that you were referring to, Tom, yeah. were actually from piety and desire, uh-huh, yeah, and uh Mary Lee wrote a piece,
1: yeah
2: that um a, about them, and we got a a nice note back from um his mother because he grew up listening to you, I guess from his mother, and it was a very nice note that she had read the piece, and uh piety and desire is on North Broad. Right across from that fabulous building, the Bone Ford dealership oh, yeah. that was just mm-hmm. four bare walls for a long right, time. Right, I remember that. And I was expecting it to be leveled, but it's redone. Someone invested the money in redoing that building, and I just am so excited about that.
1: That's a, a nice-looking building. It always it's has been. It's a
2: fabulous building, and yeah. I, and they're looking, I think, for... Um, Downstairs tenants, and I hope mm. someone goes in there. But um, that's where Piety and Desire is right next to. Uh, it's right across the street from Bone. And, and uh, it's, let's let's everybody. building down for on just... the corner of Toledano and um, North Broad.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, those are what the chocolates. The it's chocolates South Broad, that, but you know you don't have to. The
2: address ch- Well, uh, the, the address is actually North Broad, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, well, I, agree. I'll take I agree. Your for it. I agree with you. I thought it was weird. That's why I had trouble finding it. But um, <clears throat> the chocolates were from Piety and Desire, uh-huh. not Cadbury. Is that, Cadbury is a well is a a kind of mainstream chocolate that you would find on, you know, on, was, on a uh, supermarket shelf.
1: It was uh, yeah, and uh, very dark and it, the top is about this big. This is uh, you know, about about that size.
2: It was like a little king cake. A
1: little tiny. It was one. a
2: little chocolate king cake. It was well, cute. Well, it
1: was sitting on the counter so I had to eat it. Of course. I left two of them.
2: If I left garbage on the counter, would you eat it?
1: Uh, well, it depends on the garbage. <laughs>
2: it's kind of hard to tell sometimes at our
1: house. Yeah, it I really know what is. you mean.
2: 260-6368 is the number. If you would yeah. like to get in on our silly little gab fest, please give us a call. Today is also the birthday of an actress named Pickles. 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 I- I've heard
1: something about Pickles.
2: And... And I love to talk about pickles. Pickles is one of my favorite things. And I have made no bones about the fact that I love uh, basic dill pickles out of the jar. And that chefs who are insistent on making their own pickles... Could, in my opinion, just take the easy way out, and I would be much happier about that. I don't need, I don't need chef-made pickles. I, I well, would. Good. Uh, I wish they'd spend their time making house-made potato chips or I house-made agree. French fries, and leave the pickling to, to the to the professionals in the in the process Sure, place. why not? Also, sardines, sardines, Tom.
1: yeah, garlic sardines on well,
2: sardines. Everything is this guy named Julius Wolf back in 1876 canned sardines for the first time. Mm-hmm. Do you think he had garlic in it?
1: I have no doubt, because this was straight Italian. I mean, it, you have the well, Italian... It
2: that doesn't sound like well, it. Julius uh, Wolf t- in Maine. Do
1: a little looking, and you will find that there's a big uh, proponent of, uh, first of all, uh, these are found in... What's what's
2: Okay, so there's you're talking about sardines in the sardines. kind of you're talking about sardines that you would see on a plate in Italy. Yeah. And I'm talking about the sardines that you would Grill. pop with a little pop top and put them on saltine oh. crackers out of your pantry, oh, no. <laughs> those sardines. That's
1: a totally different thing. Well, that's
2: what this guy Julius Wolf did. He he canned little are those actually sardines? Are those uh-huh, like little yeah. baby yeah, sardines? The, what the, makes them so sard- small? Because they're not the same.
1: Uh, if you're out in the Mediterranean, yes. Sardinia, you will see on the map, is a rather large uh, uh, island. And that's where they come from. And they're named uh, Sardinia because they're from Sardinia. Yes. And then there's also another one, you know, just a little bit farther up the Mediterranean uh, and taking you all the way to uh Genoa. Oh, okay. Steve is here.
2: Steve, you're here to save me. Hi. Hi. A year. A year? What what is that? What do you mean?
3: It's been a year that you've been I know.
2: Racing. In in a, in in like 7 weeks.
3: Well, you can use my statements like for my marriage that it seems like 10 minutes <laughs> un- underwater. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, would you rather me get up and walk out? How about sardines?
3: No, no please, no. Garlic no. and
1: sardines sa- it seems like a good
3: match. And
2: well, 10 minutes uh, underwater would be very bad, Steve. Yeah,
3: No, that's what I say. My marriage, I've been married for 30 years, and it seems like 10 minutes. And people go, oh, that's so cute. And then I say, underwater.
2: Yes, and then you mm-hmm. change it totally, see?
3: Yeah, and people go, "Oh, that's terrible!" And my wife says, "I think it's funny. It's okay. It's okay." <laughs> uh, we went to Felix's for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and hey, which one? We were North Shore. One up here. Oh, okay. On the North Shore. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't have blue crabs, and they said they're probably going to take mm-hmm. it off the menu because they never have blue crabs.
1: What? Mm, no, I think they'll back away from that. But the, we're not in uh, we're not in crab season yet. We're okay, we're we're, we're in oysters. This is oyster probably, season.
3: Well, yeah, we have plenty of oysters. But I bet you Mandeville
2: seafood had it.
3: We could be, but we live like we just about throw a rock and hit mm, Felix. Mm-hmm. So it's real nice if you want to drink. Yeah, you can walk home.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, but uh, I, I'm really starting to. I mean, I like Felix's. It's it's a refreshing change from what was there. That's for doggone sure.
2: Well, I really, really, mm-hmm, really mm-hmm, wish mm-hmm. I shared your
3: enthusiasm. You don't, you don't like the Felix's right now?
2: It's okay. It's just okay. Okay. I haven't liked anything in that space with any kind of enthusiasm since Creole.
3: I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's but- true. But and it's neighboring
2: it, Dakota Wine and Feed.
3: That was my favorite restaurant yeah. on the North Shore. Yeah. We, it was When we first moved in here, that's what was you know over there. Think and about how avant-garde
2: place, that is. I mean, those kind of places are easily found now, but that was just that was wow back then. then.
3: Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. That was bizarre back then. And you could walk out and they had all of the... You know the uh, porch around yeah. it, and, yeah. and lots of frogs out there because yeah. it wasn't overly developed yet. And
2: yeah,
3: it was wonderful. It was um, sad.
2: I'm sad thinking about it. Yeah. Uh,
3: but you know, like I say, I, I think Felix is is better than Nintini's was. Uh,
1: uh yeah, I, 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 I think I would, the I, high I, point uh, of
2: Nintini's when was when Duke was there, but I thought it was too expensive.
3: Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. I've always thought Nantinis Teenie's was too expensive mm-hmm. for what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, uh, good.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking that song, uh, what is it, You Pave Paradise and Put Up a Parking Lot. Now you got to be yeah. sad.
3: Yeah, that whole shopping center there and, and yeah. all of that, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you know, when we moved over here 23 years ago in two weeks, uh, we wanted to blow up the causeway.
1: <laughs> uh, don't, don't even say things like that. You'll get yeah, in I trouble. Know, but
3: I mean, think about how nice this place would be. And it, you know, if they'd have done it 40 years ago, how nice it would be, you know? But,
2: I think it's pretty nice now. Oh, I need
3: to, But it just, it was nicer 23 years ago when there were less people, but, you know. Yeah, fewer people. But, no, I love the North Shore. I really do. Yeah, My I would not live I, else. I, uh, I grew up in Metairie behind Dornax, and where I live now in Vanderville reminds me of that so much that you don't have to worry about locking your car doors. Or you don't have to worry about something getting stolen off your front porch or any of that kind of stuff. I don't so, think
2: that neighborhood behind Dornax has changed all that much since you lived there. Not much.
3: Well, yeah, <laughs> but Metairie has. Yeah, yeah. Well, as a matter of fact, we had these two uh, iron, cast iron benches on my mom's front porch at that house. And one, my my grandmother gave them to us. So one was my brother's and one was mine. And somebody stole one of them off the front porch. Mm. And this was 25 years ago. Oh, wow. And I went, I told my brother, I said, man, that's a shame they stole yours.
2: (laughs) That sounds like something you would say.
3: That iron, these big old heavy iron, you know, benches would seat two people. I
2: thought you you said something else that I shouldn't say on the radio.
3: Benches. (laughs) Benches, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay.
3: You know, <clears throat> and that's what I'm saying. When they stole
2: those, I went, "Yeah, this neighborhood's going downhill." So. Yeah. Oh well. All right. Later. Bye. Bye. You. Thank you.
1: You are listening to the Food Show. It <laughs> really is everything that it claims to be. Uh, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, this event that we went to over the weekend uh-huh. uh, at John uh, uh, John Fals's False. his uh, his place which is an unbelievably interesting uh it kind of feels like a farm kind of also feels like a a, a gathering for every friend you've ever had in your life you know it's just a, a really cool place and I, I strongly recommend it to you if there's ever anything that's going to push you in the direction of Matt uh, of uh, of uh uh, uh Yes. You know, that's, that's right. Uh, but if you push you in
2: the in the, in the
1: in the direction of, uh, of
2: don't say butchering animals. No,
1: okay. no, no, no. I'm what I'm trying to say is boot. Uh, uh,
2: so like a party, something like yeah, a party. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, anyway, it got to be that, and uh, we started kicking back and forth. Yeah,
2: I wanted to finish that. I because I, we started talking about it a little bit, and um, I have let me see. I have time to go down the buffet line. So after. After you start with the tamales, then there was the fricassee. There was white beans, the sauce patate. There was Italian sausage in a red sauce, jambalaya, mock shoe, that raccoon and rooster stew. There was, I don't know, maybe one or another kind of. Uh, there was grilled vegetables, which were really good. And then you got to the meat. And there were just piles of meat. It, it was, like was flying undoey. across
1: the, the, the wall there. Not
2: really. But there was andouille. Well,
1: I'm musing a little. And there
2: were cubes of ham and cracklins, which were so good. I've never had... Cracklins that were fresh made like that. Wow. And they were tossed. They were little cubes of fried meat and fat and tossed in a Creole seasoning, mm-hmm. which was really good. They had the um, cochon de lait at the end, and it was a pile of really crispy skin pork. And uh, it was just and the, the boudins, the blood boudin and the white boudin. And, and do,
1: you, do you know uh we we're, we're creeping up into the news yeah, here I so yeah I see that uh, yeah I'm keeping uh, an eye on it but one little thing that doesn't need any more than I'm about to give it uh there were uh, four guys who were standing right behind me uh we were all in line to get the sausages and the uh, and the meats and all of the things that uh, uh they were doing that they were it was you know in house all of it of right. course and right. really great yeah. Uh, four guys behind you. Four guys, yeah. and I was listening to one of them. I couldn't help myself because he was right behind me. Yeah, and I said I couldn't help uh, listening to what you were saying, but you said you you work for a radio he station. You didn't have
2: to say that. He had one of those radio and voices. And I told
1: him that he that I have a radio voice too, and that uh, he, he ought to listen to our <laughs> show. And he said, uh, "I actually already listen to your show every day on three HD." Uh huh. How you like that, huh? Love it. That's good. We're creeping up on the news. How does we have he get it
2: on three news.
1: I wonder. Uh, I could do it myself.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.